So for those of you who don't know, I'm just chilling here on, on summer break, chilling out, chilling out in the sun, writing, writing some hot new pitches for season two of Pitch About It. And as I'm writing these pitches, I keep on, I keep on thinking back to the, to the old episodes, the old, the old pitches that we, that we have. And, and as I'm looking at it, I'm like, man, can't wait to relive some of these memories, you know? So I took some of the, the, your guys' favorite moments, my favorite moments, some of my least favorite moments, some of your guys' least most favorite moments, and put it into a greatest and worst hits of Pitch About It, season one. Welcome everyone to the very first episode of Pitch About It, the show where we prove that bad things could be good and good things could be great. Hello, and welcome to episode two of, wow, Pitch About It, <laughs> the show where we, where we prove that some movies can get better if, if you make them better, or if and, you don't. And so like, sometimes they suck, unless they're good. Unless you fix them real good. If you can make them more gooder, we're here for you. Okay. Thanks, Josh, for playing the Avengers theme at the beginning of this episode. But we're gonna, we'll hopefully have our own theme. Hopefully we don't get copy striked Oh yeah, we're gonna get copy striked immediately, but also, who listens to this to copy strike us? Not the Russo brothers, so we're fine. Hello and welcome <laughs> to Pitch About It, where Josh will do it, be doing the introduction this week. Hello, I am Josh. You know, from now on, you start the podcast because you're better at it than me. Excellent. And I'll exit the podcast. Excellent. This is going to stay in the recording, too. This part where I tell you that you're going to start the podcast. Well, we are here. No, let's talk louder. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. But why would I thank you for joining us? Because this is a podcast. We're going to edit this out. No, we're not. So, starting off, if we could change anything in this movie, what would we change? Thanos has hair. Thanos has hair. <laughs> First thing, Thanos has hair. Okay, but what color hair? That's what's important. It's got a purple face. It's got to be blue. Like, just yeah, are you sure? Blue or purple? Both of you guys are darker skin, so you have darker hair. You can't have... I don't know. I feel like yellow hair would go well with the purple complexion. If I could change one thing... <laughs> <laughs> Homeboy legitimately destroyed Xandar for yeah. a rock. Like, we had all of Guardians of the Galaxy 1 completely destroyed because of Thanos. And they don't even really show it. Like, they, 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 don't, they don't even mention it. <laughs> like, we could get some good time. We could get a little bit of Easter eggs. Maybe, a, like, hint at Nova surviving. Yeah. Do you think there were any things they should have omitted for something more? Honestly, like, that is that is the one moment I'm like, I can add or suggest a lot of things. <clears throat> But considering the time frame, I feel like yeah. they did a great job of being like, okay, this does exactly important. what it needs to say. Yeah. And then they move on. Because, like, <clears throat> I would love to have more Thanos background. I would love to have more, like, witty dialogue between Thor and the Guardian. <laughs> but you don't know what to give up for it. Yeah, like, you know. You don't know what to sacrifice me for it. <laughs> you don't have the strength. <laughs> I don't know what it's like to live. <laughs> so Stark sends out a distress signal like, hey. 
someone please save me. This sucks. You're joking. Fire alarm. No. Is it the Oh, that's the fire alarm. Fire alarm, let's go. Hold off on this. And welcome back. After a small incident with a fire alarm, we have returned to give you quality, mediocre content. <laughs> or not, you know what, great content at a mediocre quality. Where did I leave off? Iron Man. Iron Man's trapped on Titan. You're right, you're let's, making that shit. Let's just repeat this one. We're, no, we're gonna go, keep going. He's building a suit. Cause I can edit, you know, I'm not gonna edit it. We're just gonna leave it how it is. Josh, you specifically, how do you like Orocon? I kind of like them pretty big, nice USB port. Yeah, are they are they cool metal or warm metal? Um, water cool. I need it. I need it like warm with like one of those water filters mm. in the back, like a nice exhaust fan. Okay, I, just, I can feel just that. Just a really car popular. They fight Thanos. Thanos explains to them once more: you cannot undo what has been done. You're wasting your time. Iron Man, being there, quotes his quote from the first Avengers and looks at him and like, if we can't save her, we're gonna gosh darn it, we it. And he murders them. <laughs> I, feel like that, I feel like with that, it'd be a waste of the whole movie. They essentially you mean like wait, the waste of the entire Infinity War if you undo the snap? Well, Josh, you have a pitch for us this week? Indeed I do. Is it any good? I'm honestly pretty excited about this one. Great, because you're going to have to hold off for five minutes, because you have to do dating advice with Josh. Dating advice with Josh. Our newest segment. Well, oftentimes when... I'm interested in a girl. I like to wait roughly 6 to 12 months before I say hi. Mm. After that initial contact, I'll consider chopping off the head of a horse and leaving it at her doorstep. That's typically how I get long-lasting relationships. You know, I I, uh, I feel you on that one. I kind of oh, yeah? yeah, I kind of follow the same thing. Uh, except the six to twelve months, it's it's kind of more like three to four because I find a horse pretty quick. You know. Okay. To each his own. I mean, you know, the time frame is different, and it can even be different animals. Uh, I, my cousin used to use pigs, but that's typically the ideal way to attract women. Typically, you know, when dating anniversaries come, mm. you just want to cook up a nice meal for your girl. The go-to is like surf and turf. That's mad expensive, yo. Then people ironically will take you out to McDonald's. That's that's classy. Oh boy, yeah. However, my ideal situation is you just run out to the closest food line, get those pickled hot dog things. I don't even know what cuss those things are. Pickles. But they're real good. They're called pickles. Put those on some hamburger buns. Put pickles on hamburger buns. Serve them up to your girl. To your whim. And you're you're standing on some on some solid ice. Now when's the last time you did this? Um, actually two weeks ago. I had recently celebrated uh, four months with my current girlfriend. Only four? Well, that's yeah. a disappointment. You suck. Moving forward. <laughs> I relate to the man, except I don't. I don't get pickles. <laughs> I never get pickles. And I'm Dill. I'm and just I don't gonna get no pickles. I'm just gonna leave it there.
You're gonna leave the pickles no, there. No, the, I have a secret. It's my secret. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. If he brings it up. To those of you out there who are, you got so close and so loud. having some issues maybe with your relationships, I have the fix-it-all solution right here. What you want to do, and this just makes financial sense, is you don't want to be losing money in these relationships because they are indeed an investment. You want to get a return on your investment as you would with any other financial investment. The best way to ensure that you don't lose everything you have is to make sure that you and your missus, or before you become the missus, or Mr. Sign a prenup. It is the only way, it's God's way. And bold. It is bold. I, I am being bold here, but not plated. Not plated, bold. I think it just makes the best sense, and it does. You know, I have to agree wholeheartedly with such statements. What about you, Van Rien? What do you think? You know, I disagree. Why? We're not, this is not the topic of the podcast. We're not going into. I just think our listeners deserve to know why you are a coward and refuse <laughs> to back up your beliefs with facts, Oof. data, and statistics. And we're gonna have to bring this back up next week when Josh is here. See, he backs me. Moving on. Yep. Every week, for all four weeks, I have offered you guys a pristine dating advice, and I would like to point out that I have actually been in a committed relationship for six months now. Only six? Only six months. And you know what? It's I longer think? than what, 43 days? Longer than 43 days. 46? I don't remember the number. Science! You know that's staying in. <laughs> yes, I've been in a committed relationship for about six months now. And whenever things get tense, me and my girlfriend, we just know that it's not about winning the argument as much as it's winning the relationship. Hmm. So when we get in a heated discussion, I typically like to say, I'm right. You're wrong. Now get back in the kitchen. She typically responds with, go to hell. <laughs> then I apologize and say you are right and then get back in the kitchen. And that is how we move forward in our relationship. And then you admit that The Last Jedi is garbage. Okay, so I'd like to see... <laughs> so now can you put that in a practical situation for us? Because I know I know this is my best friend, Liz Real, not your girlfriend in any way, but would you be able to represent such a situation with her? So I would like to always point out that no relationship is the same. Even fictional relationships could be different. So, let's say me and Elizabeth, she's a die-hard Star Wars fan. Mm -hmm. So, she happens to love The Last Jedi. I happen to think it's horrible. I can't. Nope. <laughs> I'm not even okay with this being a fake scenario. <laughs> but, since I obviously have the better opinion, and she obviously has the wrong opinion, I want to have a happy relationship, so I say, you know what? The Last Jedi wasn't half bad. I personally respect Rose as a character. <laughs> I think Snape, I mean Snoke, actually had a worthy death. And then I like give her a hug and then we move on. Liz, how does it make you feel? I feel nothing. <laughs> I'm, 
my emotions have closed off to this issue, <laughs> considering this is all that our heated discussions ever are. <laughs> and that is how I win most arguments. You see, I've uh, spent much of my days trying to stay relevant with fellow college students, and I've noticed Snapchat is an ideal way of communicating with women. So ideal that I'm using it as we speak. Well, to just communicate with women. This is a perfect example. So say you left your phone on the table. I did. And you've been snapping some pretty good-looking women. That's fair. I would then steal your phone and send a picture of myself saying, Hey, this guy's pretty good-looking. Good thing I look better. Date me. And that is how you score a wonderful, thriving relationship. Do you have a pitch for us? Do I have a pitch? Yes. Let's, uh, let's, let's start with this. It's almost tax day. Mm. And, uh, hold on, hold on. Let me stop you there. <laughs> There's one thing we must do before tax day, and that is relationship the advice with Josh. Ah, oh, oh, that's disappointing. Relationship advice with Josh. Ah, yes. Matthew, I have a question for you. Sure. What are those? Are you seeing anyone? He's seeing us right now. He's looking at both of us. With a Are you seeing anyone desire. in a romantic setting? No, I'm not. Well, have you ever been curious as to a, how you would acquire a woman? So curious. <laughs> Allow me. Consider him a curious George in this matter. If you are a curious little George for all my listeners out here, I'm going to lay on some extra thick advice today. <laughs> extra thick. <laughs> extra thick. <laughs> extra, extra. All right. Pick all about it. <laughs> As a dating guru, you have to understand, women like tall people. Oh. Height means everything. <laughs> and, you know, for those of you who are listening, I am not exactly the tallest man in the room. So sure. you have to learn how to, you know, make do with what God has given you. Your, your physical stature is what you're stuck with. So I like to suggest anytime you want to talk to a girl, just carry a foldable chair everywhere you go. That way when you say hi to her, you can just flap out that chair, stand on top of it, and be like, hey baby, let's go get some dinner. See, you said too many syllables. I thought you were going to say sit down so they don't even have a sense of how tall you are. See, I was going to say have her sit down so then she's at your level. Can't forget relationship advice with Josh. I inspire him every day to buy a ring. For who? For his boo. What? Josh does not have a boo. You already know. You heard ring and you got a 10. You got all. You got your attention. What, Liz? Looks up. Oh, yeah. I don't know who Liz is. That ended years ago. That's stupid. They've never even interrupted. Liz is my best friend. Oh. (laughs) How'd you think? (laughs) You took your best friend's best friend? Yeah. (laughs) Hot takes. So. No, I tell him every day to buy a ring. Why? Because I have my own that my boo bought me, so. How much? It's not, it's not this, an engagement ring, it's um, just a, expensive, a promise ring. But he got it on sale because he bought a watch with it. Okay. <laughs> 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 so. So. Might as well make it worth it, right? You guys read it. You should I'm try serious. to find that same I'm deal. I'm serious. That was a nice watch. Might as well get a ring. Hey, hey, Citizen Watches are super nice. He went to K, he got my ring, and it was a dollar off of getting 40% off, 
And so he, he bought put, a four hundred dollar watch, and oh it lowered God. the whole cost <laughs> of the ring about three hundred more dollars. So he got the same price. He got a free no, watch. Got yeah, a free watch and a discount on okay. the ring. Okay. I think Grace handled relationship advice rather well. Too bad that I'm it's not called relationship advice. Grace, go. <laughs> well, you see. <laughs> Engagement rings are very important. How, how important? Thoroughly important. Okay. So important that if you have an opportunity to buy anything with a wedding ring, go for it. <laughs> like <I'm> freedom. <laughs> Not again. There you go. Well, here's the thing. If I'm going to give you, because I'm, I'm assuming that a lot of your, your listeners are probably college students. Most of them are. <laughs> yep. So I'm going to relate this to when I was a college student. And so my advice to you guys is this. So if you're going into a relationship, meaning, and I'm going to go ahead and say that it's it's a girl that, that you might be interested in. If you're a guy and you're interested in a girl and you might. And here's something that I learned. And it's I know it's a, it's a weird concept, but and here's the thing. So you cannot like talk somebody into loving you or like, you know what I'm saying? It's like That's we might true. try to dance our way into it or try to, you know, or she, just be yourself, and if, she, if this person, uh, you know, wants a relationship with you, you know, then it'll happen. But if not, you can't do anything about it. There's nothing you can do to convince convince somebody that hey, you should date me. You know what I'm saying? It's like yep. all you can do is like be yourself, and, and and if that's the right one that God has for you, then it'll happen. So I I know that's kind of a weird kind of relationship <laughs> advice, but. I just see some people trying to force relationships, and I'm like, you just can't. It's not going to happen. You know, yeah. either somebody's going to love you or they're not going to love you. I mean, that's realistic advice, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Right. I thought, did you not want realistic advice? No, no, it's good. That's probably the best advice we've gotten on here. We've gotten something about, I think, Danny, Josh Bull from The Godfather wants something about leaving a horse head for them. Like, it gets bizarre. Yeah, that's... Josh pitches. Yeah, that, well, that's, well, you know, that's entertainment, though. You guys oh, are yeah. just entertainment. But I just thought, hey, why not be entertaining and maybe have a little... little, little, little substance. Insight, little yeah. substance, yeah. yeah, a little gravitas, as they oh, say. That was good. What did you find, Jepson? I found the movie. What's it called? The movie is called The Machinist. It's rated R. Okay, cool. Moving on. (laughs) It's a thriller drama. And yes, Christian Bale apparently lost over 30 pounds for the movie. But the question is, can we lose over 30 pounds for the podcast? I'm doing it. Can we gain 30 pounds for the podcast? All right, fundraiser. Make your donation today. If we get 25 subscribers, the four of us will gain 25 pounds. We have 23. You're asking for two more to lose. I'm saying subscribers. I'm not saying viewers. Same thing. Entirely different. Wow! Do you have any ideas off the top of your head? Jefferson, start looking up characters, the most obscure characters from DC Comics. We're going to use them all. On it. So, there's another portion that I wanted to offer, which I'm curious to hear your opinions on. Yes. The first obscure DC character <laughs> is the Zoo Crew. The, zoo, the entire Zoo Crew. What is the Zoo Crew? Give us a quick nutshell. Well, from this article I found on geek.com, everybody loves talking animals, right? Well, we love talking animals, at least. As such, we're big fans of the Zoo Crew, a superhero team residing on a parallel Earth called Earth-Sea. 
Wow. That's it? That's, no. <laughs> Led by the brave superhero, <laughs> rabbit, Captain Carrot. Captain oh my Carrot. god. Is this... Oh no. It's the zoo crew. I know what the zoo crew is now. Oh no. They protect a world of anthropomorphic animals like themselves, including plays on real-world famous people like Marlon Brando and Mallard Fillmore. Aside from Captain Carrot, the team also consists of characters like Yankee Poodle and Pig Iron. While they mostly stick to protecting Earth's sea, the zoo crew has been known to team up with proper DC heroes like Superman here and there. That's it. Okay. Okay. Can no we... questions asked. Dr. Mallard is going to be the main character of the Dream Team. Can we have... This... What about the Canterbury Cricket? <laughs> Continue. Oh, no. So I created a logline. Photojournalist Frank West, after sneaking into the town of Willamette to discover why it has been sealed off by the National Guard, finds himself trapped in a mall of the dead with two simple goals. Get answers to what happened and survive. Survive. And find the loofah. (laughs) I can fit that in, hopefully. (laughs) If I'm lucky, Frank West will find the loofah. That's still going. How Brad. It's all ripped though. That'd be tragic, huh? Yeah. I can't really tell if it's still going. Nothing is moving. Oh my gosh, did it stop? It's all of this moot. It's my life a lie. Is it still going? I'm leaving. Cancel Christmas. Oh, it's still going. It's still going. We're good. (laughs) I was getting scared. I was like, no. I know. It's interesting because I mentioned that before, too. Yeah, no. It was like, it could have been a real thing. The timer's still going, so we're good. Uh, Cut that. Jepson Bradley's Brad. The Bradley's Brad. Uh, you know, probably myself. Oh. Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, actually, probably Hayden Christensen. Bringing Hayden Christensen back to be Brad. I actually am in full support this. 100%. Oh, no. Yes, I can. Oh, I can make two separate recordings on the same recording. Sweet. Shall we do another time? That's a big recording. What if it stops mid? It won't. Oh. It won't. I need to pee so bad. Do I go pee before I... Yes. I suggest it. Or you can hold it in and the episode will go really fast. Yeah, it will. So I have this idea. It'll be a really... long, warm pause in the middle. A long, warm pause? Because you're releasing your fluid! <laughs> <laughs> Yes! My word. <laughs> I'm so glad that all got recorded on the other. Are, are you serious? Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> this week, I'm here with official guy of the chair of the podcast, Dylan Van Reno. Yep. You put Pulp Fiction 1 up and... Oh, really? Yeah. I was saying Pulp Fiction 10. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think I it's, finish I it. think it's his, like it's a staple movie, but it's super boring, honestly. Yeah, I, I agree. I just assumed it was much better than it was. I never finished it. So yeah, the first time I did watch it was two a.m. in a hotel room. That's yeah, <laughs> the same way you treated uh, what's it called, uh, Watchmen. Yeah. Bad idea. Don't watch movies late at night. I don't know about that. My favorite movie I watched late at night. For the first time. Mm-hmm. 2 a.m. You know, I did the same thing with The Prestige. I watched that in about 1 a.m. Yeah. I watched it again. There are certain movies that become exponentially better at 1, 2 a.m. One of them's called The Room. <laughs> Robin Hood Men in Tights. That is a great oh, movie at, like, 2 a.m. 
Yes. I thought you were talking about the new Robin Hood. No. Oh. Have you seen Disgusting no. Tides? No. We're watching that tonight. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen Whiplash? You agreed. I've seen Quiplash. Are you upset? Yeah. Say it louder. <laughs> I'm very angry. Nope. Someone's got to throw a chair at you. Sure. You get, you get I've chair. been on the death row to Canada. You think I'm afraid of this? A chair? So I, I think fought hordes of zombies. Strictly on the premise that there is that one dancer in rear window, we have to move it up. <laughs> yeah, I've been skipping class. I haven't seen any of it yet. <laughs> I'm so sad you didn't get that reference now. <laughs> I want to show you. No, I saw the dancer in the window. The chick. Yeah, it just keeps on coming up throughout the entire movie yeah, for no the reason. The first five minutes, she like flips off her bra and just like is dancing around. It's weird. Yeah, this camera. Really... Hello. Hello. No. Yeah, I didn't think it was that crazy. It's not that good. From what I've seen. It's better than Lion King. It deserves to be there. Okay. Honorary mention to the custodian. Custodian, yeah. Good job taking out that trash. Yeah, I think she's coming back with the bag. Like we're taking out the trash of this list. <laughs> That's good one. Thank you. Um, number one, the prestige. Number two, Inception. I like it. Uh, number three, I have Dark Knight. So are they all all Nolan films? Absolutely. Or? It's kind of because number four is uh wait is Interstellar Nol Interstellar Nol well Interstellar is number four. <laughs> I have a yes, question. Yeah. What what was your number two again? Uh, Inception. Following the selection of Inception, you said I like it. Mm -hmm. I just want to clarify. You're saying that you actually like a movie on your top five. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wait, was it entertaining? It was. On a scale of one to four. Four. Was it leave a lasting impression? Yes. Four? Four. Would you buy it on Blu-ray? I do. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not an acceptable answer. I guess there's a new rating system. I do. It's a proposal now. Not. Would you, would you buy it on Blu-ray? I do. I it's own not, it. So four, yeah. It's not marriage. <laughs> Did you sign a prenup before you said that? No. I do. I know I will stay with it. Dylan, will you sign a prenup? I do. <laughs> Top five for me? Yep. The Prestige, you all know, that I put as my number one, and I will never be quiet about it because it's such a beautiful film. It's a good film. It's an all right film. That's yeah. amazing. Put Batman v Superman up there. Maybe not as second, but somewhere in the top five. Wow. Which I'm going to get a lot of hate for, but I do love that. Deservedly so. Thank you. All right. Watchmen's going up there. Oh. I know you hate it, Van Rien. That's why I put it there. Um, Perks of Being a Wallflower, which is a pretty darn good movie, despite it having the worst actress ever. Perks of Being a Waffle Iron? <laughs> a Wallflower. Oh. <laughs> I, I swear you said the Perks of Being a Waffle Iron. I hope I listen back to the recording and I hear Perks of Being a Waffle Iron come from my lips. Who's the actress that's in it? Emma Watson. You yeah. said she's the worst actress? I hate her. With the patch. Passion. With the patch. With the patch. <laughs> hey, with Magneto. With not your Magneto. Also, what's that noise? James. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> Real good at this podcast thing. Thank you. You're welcome. I've seen the, all the Lord of the Rings movies. Mm -hmm. Forrest Gump, Star Wars, Inception, Goodfellas, and The Matrix. Mm. 
So I've seen seven, seven Samurai. I haven't seen that. Wait, is that the one with... Who's in that? I don't remember. I just remember seeing it when I was, like, in the eighth grade. Hmm. You know what? It was old. It looks like a bunch of Japanese actors. It was. Is there something wrong with that, Dylan? No, I'm just saying I don't know anybody else. Interesting. Um, DJ might know some of them. (laughs) (laughs) You guys can't see this, and neither can us, because DJ doesn't truly exist, but he's trying to get me to cut this part of the podcast, (laughs) which I will not do. People deserve to know. <laughs> we're gonna expose you by the fraud. All we're trying to say is DJ loves dumplings. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Who said that? Who said what? The Matrix? Have you seen it? Nope. No. Oh my gosh. I know people who have seen it though. This is supposed to be a movie? Listen, this is a podcast where we fix movies we've seen, not see movies we've seen. <laughs> <laughs> Out of respect for critics, I feel like you should see more of these movies. Out of respect for myself as a film major, I should. Yes. But I won't. Especially in this latest three. Yeah. Who Maybe shot first? Continue that. Greedo. Greedo absolutely shot first. Hunt Think he missed it though. No. Um, he shouldn't have missed. He wouldn't have missed. Isn't the most recent edit that Han dodges it and then shoots him? Yeah, I've seen it. There was some dodgy, bad. dodgy officiating there. Mm. It looks pretty bad. Yeah, the referees really robbed him of that one. I also don't remember one of the ones I've seen at all. Which one? Lion King. I've seen that one since I was very young. It's a good movie. I enjoyed it. I liked uh, the remake they made last year. Black Panther. I never saw that. (laughs) Oh. I thought you were being serious about our remake. Have they done the live action yet? No. That comes out yeah, yeah, they already did, didn't they? That comes out this year. It's coming out oh. soon. I, that's what I thought you were talking about. No. Yeah, but Black Panther, definitely just a remake. We are in a basement. Not just a basement, but the basement of Elizabeth Real. Is she real? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Thank she you. guesses. Thank you so much for letting us host our podcast in your basement. Anytime. Also, as usual, we have DJ with us. He's feeling a little under the weather, so you might not recognize his voice. Or his opinions. <laughs> DJ, are you here with us? What? <laughs> what? What is this? This basement has a man urinating in the background. Not just any man, but DJ. DJ, DJ. <laughs> I forgot where I was. You're still peeing. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you can't just stop midstream. I'm gonna finish. <laughs> okay. Um, King Hammer Rabbi was the first person <laughs> to establish the Kurt Watt. Is it Hammer Rabbi? <laughs> no, it's just a stupid name. <laughs> Say it again. King. <laughs> All my friends are demons. Take it slow. Wait for them to possess all you know. Die all. So please don't make me die in a hole. This demon might suck at my soul. I really want to create a religion, guys. That'd be a lot of fun. I'll start a cult with you. Frick yeah. Can we go to the cult mixer? Yeah, cult mixer this Friday. Be there. Or be square. Can we put up signs around campus that say that? <laughs> cult mixer, common three, four, two. 
No, you said it right. Mum man. No, 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 no. Mum man. Mum man. Yeah, yeah. Whatever gets me in a cafe with Brandon Sanderson. Whatever. What do you like about the book? Or Brandon Sanderson, since apparently you love him. Because Brandon Sanderson is the new Tolkien. He can build a world like no one's business. He can make me feel things. <laughs> Interesting. Question, how does your boyfriend feel about this man? Is he jealous? <laughs> he introduced me to him. Oh, his face. Who, who introduced you to him? Huh? Who introduced you to him? My hobo boyfriend. Court, I would like to ask you a very special question. Okay. Tell me about our segment, Quick Fix. I don't know how to fix it, but I'll fix it quickly. Well... The Star Wars saga. How would you fix it quickly? Which one? The entire saga. The entire series as a whole. Yes. Just don't make it. Quick fix. Quick fix. Fondling your laptop. Like his the, this could make it so much the fun. Fans started going <laughs> like <laughs> the fans started going nuclear. Your body heat no, 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 no. down. It started going nuclear, so I picked it up so it wouldn't get picked up on the mic. But it just started blowing right on my crotch, and it <laughs> got so high. All right, so Jeff Goldblum Jeff is Goldblum Jeff Goldblum. Is, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in hell. <laughs> okay. So. Also, we need a role for Morgan Freeman. Just in the movie. He's stuff. God. He's well, he God. was God, but I wanted to be in hell. He's, well. a, you know, he's, he's God looking down into hell and laughing. So he's just in. Anytime it look, goes up and looks at this guy. This does not bode well with Josh. Josh, given, how do you feel? Given the fact that I hope to. Never mind. No, continue. Never mind. I'm sorry. I, I, never I, am, I am fine. I am just slightly uncomfortable. How slightly? If I was sleeping on a bed of nails. Good. Moving on. I go wheel. I say I go wheel. <laughs> I'll go I go wheel. wheel. <laughs> There's our catchphrase. Uh, you have to end the podcast saying that. Oh. Yes. I just had a little stroke. Say we go the route of William Shakespeare's Caesar. Oh. Ah. I have no idea what this means because I'm not well read. Go on. Those <laughs> friends eventually stab you in the back. Ah, uh, don't you, Rute? Did you just wreck <laughs> the most popular line from that book? Yep. How are you writing movies? Because I don't read. Have you ever read that? I have. And how did you mess that up? Because I can't read. I literally uh, want to name my child Brutus. No, you don't. You just want to blame him someday. He's too Brute. See. He's gonna roofie Satan. He's gonna roofie Satan, and they're gonna say back to him, Flynn, you can't roofie Satan. It's gonna say challenge accepted. And For starters, can people die in hell? No, but you can at least make them knock out. Now they do. They poof away for a little bit and then just come back. <laughs> they just respawn the last bed they slept in. Pretty much. <laughs> if they're. So we're going to roofie Satan. They roofie Satan. This is what the story's been building up this whole time. Exactly. Gold. The first question Flynn asks Goldblum. <laughs> can I roofie Satan? Hey, what brings you around here, Sonny? Gonna roofie Satan. <laughs> So, I'll see a problem with this. <laughs> you have an opinion, Van Reenen? <laughs> that is the dumbest climax to any movie I've ever heard. We're roofing, roofing, we're roofing Satan. Do you have a better choice? I think anything's a better choice. 
you know, I kind of want to watch a movie, like put together a movie trailer by taking one second from every ten minutes of the movie. That's not that. Yeah. You do a second from every minute, or maybe five seconds from every minute. Yeah, something like that. I want to do something like that. Just put them up on YouTube. Like, just a bunch of videos like that. A two-hour movie. Yeah. That's 120 minutes, so you have five seconds. Okay, math boy. Nope. You got to go to the dealership, and you got to buy yourself a van. You got to buy a van. A van. Renan. No, so. Buy a van, Renan. I'm not for sale. Hashtag buy a van, Renan. All right. Price is high. How high? How much would you sell yourself for? Okay, we're not going there. I'm just curious. What's your price? Legitimate. Live the record show. I mean, it's tough times in college. I mean, how much would you sell yourself for? Stop it, no. <laughs> some random dude just like rolls up in a van. Hey, I got twenty bucks, and then some other guy just grabs me, throws me in, and I have to forcibly take the twenty dollars. <laughs> no. Star Wars. Now your stuff. Be louder. Star Wars Episode Four. I'm really glad there's a spit catcher on this microphone. Catching all the spit. Star Wars Episode Four. Fallen Jedi. The galaxy's at peace. Warrior Luke Skywalker formed a new Jedi Order, and a new Republic has formed since the destruction of the Empire. A new enemy is preparing to strike. A unit of Imperial Reformers have assembled to finish what Vader was chosen to do. Bring balance to the Force. After a long hunt on the metropolis planet of Balasasa, <laughs> the reformers have cornered Jedi Knight Desan, the man that can lead them to the Jedi Temple. You know what? Why don't you? Nope, read it off. Nope. Give us a solid voice. Here, hold on. Let me turn on the music real quick. <clears throat> Le Star Wars <laughs> Episode 4 The New Age Return of the Croissant <laughs> The Empire is destroyed A massive power vacuum is consuming the galaxy the Galactic Republic is seeking to establish itself while simultaneously balancing, balancing, ooh, battling with a powerful sect of the former empire called the Remnant. <laughs> while the aftermath of the Galactic Civil War continues, Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Luke Skywalker struggles to establish the next generation of Jedi. <laughs> and to find out of the direction of his own destiny and the galaxy. We decided to get a very special guest with us. And I feel privileged that I'm going to get to find out how much of that actually makes the cut and how much does it. <laughs> oh, this yeah, is yeah. the only way to actually know. Exactly. And Welcome. that was the most euphemistic I've ever heard you guys get with the intro. Listen. Now Welcome. I don't even know if I can include this on my podcast. <laughs>
It's funny that you should bring up the word C's earlier, because when you said C's, I thought the classic working acronym of C's. S-E-I-Z-E. Yes. Would you like to guess what the S in C's stands for? Sorry, the S in the word C's? Mm -hmm. That's an acronym? I thought you meant the C's, like the letters of some communication. Rules. <laughs> uh, sorry, I almost stopped plugging this. No. Um, what the S stands for. Yes. Yeah. And this acronym represents what the... It's a it's a workflow thing. It's like the work seize the day. So Do S good today by is, seizing it. Uh, <laughs> well, what's the first thing you do in a day? I mean, you... You're never going to guess it. I just thought you should know. Start. You're... <laughs> you know? No, wait, wait, wait. Wait. <laughs> such a good thing that I have this pop filter once again uh, <laughs> thank you I'm sorry I oh it's sort no, <laughs> no the first the S and C stands for C's now if we're moving on to act two <laughs> dang it I was gonna say that should have gone with my intuition actually, there I had no idea where that was going and I was just like what's That's going a psych on reference was this in a published work that they started the acronym with the word it's actually from an episode of psych that I was referencing that's why that's why we were parallel thinking because mm -hmm. I've watched Psych. It's been and many moons, but I've watched it. It was in there. It was in the mental ether. Podcast could essentially become like the new ancient like Greek style of learning. It's literally just educated people talking. And like that's how education worked back in the day. So how do you think I started listening to podcasts? I watched because you watched an ancient Greek man? I listened to the stupidest people I possibly could so I could gain some knowledge. <laughs> you can learn a lot from hearing people get things wrong. Oh, yeah. And that's why, I mean, this goes back to your point. Not everything has to be intellectualized. It can just be people talking. Yeah. Joe Rogan isn't a doctorate of anything. You know, and it's, it's still... Um, Usually, he's not the one giving all the opinions. It's more more come from the other person. But I, like I've gone through through shows, listening to every episode, whether it's people I totally agree with or, or don't. And either way, you feel like you're analyzing, something. yeah, someone else's uh, assemblage of ideas. Yeah, thoughts. That's the word for assemblage of ideas. <laughs> you're Thank <welcome>. you. <laughs> and, uh, I'm somewhat of a scientist myself. <laughs> Speaking of side segment, tell us your pitch. I don't want to. All right, I can cut the episode. Thank you all so much for listening. <laughs> okay, so back on the topic of food. Back to okay. Um, <laughs> hey, Dylan, there's such thing as food. <laughs> <laughs> you only like it because of the scene with the light ship thingy. No, no, no. You think it looks pretty? Which I mean, one? The, does the, look the, the hyperspace launching the ship into all the other ships. Okay. That oh is, yeah, that is a cool scene. All right. It's not factual at all. You can't actually do that with the ships. Yeah, yeah that's are stupid. you sure? Yes. Why? If they did, sure they disproved it. That, and if you could do that, anytime you go hyperspace, you're going to mess up and probably hit some little bit of debris and just instantly die. And plus, when you're in hyperspace, I don't that think you sense. can turn like that. Mm -mm. And it was like zigzagging through everything. That, and I don't think she stopped in the middle of the show. <laughs> I just re readjusted. It was Hold like, on. Gotta take a left here. I don't see why they didn't just put a droid in it and then just launch it at people. Yeah. But that scene is extremely about. beautiful if you do see it in theaters. There's no feeling that you can get similar like that. It was completely silent. I heard a lot of swearing in the audience just because everybody was like, holy. Like, it, was, it was awesome.
He's wearing like a diaper. Oh. That's the one time he was shirtless. He had a diaper on. That's proof that Kylo Ren is a Skywalker. What about Han in uh, <laughs> Frozen? Was he, did he have a shirt on? No, he still had his vest and stuff. Did he? No, oh, best. Yeah, no, best, just shirt. Yeah, oh, that's right. Because he uh, didn't have the best in the, in the battle on Tactic. Okay. I don't know how I actually knew all that. Again. Good play, man. I don't know. Leia. Slave Leia. Okay, does that, does that count? Doesn't count. She's not shirtless. Okay. She's still wearing a <laughs> She's It counts. Okay, if someone can be pantless and still have underwear. We are arguing about pants right now. We're arguing about <laughs> Are we shirts? talking about the first Star Wars character that is pantless <laughs> on screen? There are huge spoilers ahead. For what? For Shrek. Which one? Three. Snap. They have babies. No, but there's spoilers for Endgame. They explain all of this in something they try to make humorous, and they just blow it over. Okay. Right? Um, okay, so Got way too close to taking these facts, um, they're literally creating new versions of all of these events. Yes. Um, here, here, here. Here we go. Their actions in 2012 result in Loki escaping captivity after the Battle of New York with the Tesseract. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2014, Nebula knocks out Peter Quill yep. when he's on Morag to get the Power Stone. And with Star-Lord unconscious, Korath the Accuser would be able to retrieve the Power Stone for Ronan instead, which would in turn prevent the Guardians of the Galaxy from ever meeting each other. <laughs> and of course, there's the whole 2014 Thanos situation, which yeah. is certainly undoable. That's though that's a change that would make a timeline a better place in theory. But then Ronan would be rampaging around the universe with a power stone without Thanos or the Guardians to keep him in check. Not to mention that without the Guardians, Ego, the living planet, would have eventually destroyed the entire universe in that timeline. Didn't he need his son, though? Yeah, he needed Quill. Yeah, I guess so. I couldn't really do as well. Yeah, because but the whole, his he whole still stick. could have gotten Quill. I mean, his whole shtick you know, is that's that true. this that's a combined true. mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He he's really, he Quill isn't dead. He's still yeah. around. And without the Guardians, he wouldn't have been convinced that his dad's a D-bag. Truth. So he would have done it. And let's, let's not forget uh, 2014 version of Warmere. Red Skull referred to the sacrifice to obtain the Soul Stones as everlasting. So it's not clear how it could ever be returned. That's, that was another complaint I had I forgot to mention. How do you yeah. return that thing? It, That's it very true. That Excuse someone, me, can I have my corpse back? Yeah. <laughs> it does seem that since someone actually died to get that stone, it's actually impossible to put it back as if it were never gone. So Maybe just don't ask for Natasha back. Just, here's, yeah. a, here's a freebie, Red Skull. <laughs> just take it. So how did America give it back? There's that whole issue. That's, like, that's why they did off screen. Wait, how did, how did the stone get to Vormir? Was it always there? I just assumed, yeah. It Was it never in another movie? No. Ever? It was first in Infinity War because everyone was theorizing before Infinity War, where's the soul stone? So it was always there? Yeah, I guess. And how did Red Skull get there? Gumming Thanos. So... <laughs> So, I think, perhaps, gosh, I can't even start a sentence now because of you. It's the true game. <laughs> Although, they didn't like the idea of me wanting to go into movies. They wanted me to become a missionary. They thought, you know, in fact, some of them chastised me. Well, why do you think, who's going to, you know, who's going to watch your movies? You know, why do you think, you know, da 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 My parents were against me going into the, uh, filmmaking. But when they saw my movies that I did at the University of Texas, they decided to go ahead and say, you know, this guy does have some talent. We're going we're gonna to be 100% behind him. So that This guy known as our child. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
Okay, there are guys that have rated my latest movie, Heaven's War. I don't even want to see the rating on it because there are people that are giving me like a one and they haven't even seen the movie. They're just yeah. anti-Christian and they're giving me a one. I'm just like, what? You haven't even seen the movie. And I, th- I don't know if I told you guys this, but so that one lady actually gave me a five. And she says, like, I haven't seen your movie, but I'm going to give you a five. I'm like, so you haven't seen my movie. You're going to give me a five because she wants – and she made an interesting point. She goes, look, I'm reading these reviews of you guys giving ones. And all I can say is this. It's obvious that you guys don't know what you're talking about. You haven't seen the movie. And if you don't like Christian movies, then don't, don't watch them. Watch them. Yeah. You know, um, and she made a really good point. She goes, you know, if you don't like horror films, don't make comments about horror films because you don't know what you're, you know, that's not your genre. That's not what you like to watch. So I, I don't know what this guy's done. I haven't seen the movie, but I've seen the trailer. And I can tell you it's not as bad as what you guys say it is. And I thought that was really nice of her to make that kind of review. So this is great. I have a fire alarm just bleeping in your ears. <laughs> no, lose a whole, I'm about to we're going to lose one of our two followers. <laughs> it's going to be Julio Nandez. That's what we're going to lose. Man. Julio Nandez, if you're listening, we're sorry. Shout out to Julio. <laughs> wow, I just had an epiphany. <laughs> I just had a regular epiphany. What? That is how epiphany works. That's how epiphany works. That's Shway. That's Shway. That's Shway. That's Dude, your picture's Shway. Okay, go on. Nandez, if you can hear this, help me. Julio Nandez, if you can hear us, don't. Dear listener, Julio Nandez, specifically, if you know who both of those people are, please look them up and comment to the Pitch About podcast on Instagram. At Pitch About It. Thank you. Josh told me to put that in somewhere, so I did. This seemed like as good an opportunity as ever, because I just remembered just now. And I would also like to thank our single funder of this organization, Julio Nandez. I'm confused. Is she the only funder or the single funder? I mean, she is single. (laughs) (laughs) This is a part of the story I call story time because it's just exposition. They're sitting on the ship doing maintenance and Jade is like, Ferris, what the heck is up with your Jedi powers? And he's like, hey, listen, I was once a Padawan. I used to serve as a Padawan around the time of the Anakin Skywalkers. There was a time I served with Anakin Skywalker. You know, you know that old uh, Vader guy? Yeah, we used to work with him. And I resigned and then I joined Desaad and we started a business together on this on this planet. Why? Okay, I, I need to understand. Are there New York aliens? There's only one, and it's it's Ferris. All right. His name's All Ferris. Right. Ferris Olin. Ferris Olin. Olin. He, I bet he he had a first wife. He had the couple actually. He had a. a, a That's why I said them. first. First there was wife. A second one. It's obviously Julio Nandez. Oh boy. But you know she died doing what Julio does best. Oh, annoying people. Annoying people being a spice farmer. <laughs> And then she just she just snorted corn, a bunch of spice. Pouring waters on people and cutting them, their ears up with knives. I saw her shave a guy's ear one time with oh, my man. knife. Your knife. But that's irrelevant. You were part of the Star Wars uh, Star Wars continuity. It, 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 you know I I don't know what's going on. But how about we continue on we, with Ferris? A true cunning linguist. Cunning linguist. I, I got a cunning linguist, if you will. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Whoa, buddy! <laughs> Listen, we don't need Julio to hear that one. Mm. As all of us know, we've all experienced, you know, dating people, being in slews of relationships. Sometimes you just don't know what to do with yourself. Naturally. So I prefer. You know, there's always a time when you 
are currently dating one woman, but then you just see a, a better woman. <laughs> I suggest I do not best, condone this. <laughs> the best way <laughs> to end a previous relationship is to not end the relationship and just start the second one. Because on this he's done. <laughs> yeah, as a lawyer comment after. All right. All right. Because you know, what if you know the second girl isn't as good? You can still fall back to the first one. Literally sipping tea. <laughs> <laughs> you nearly choked on the tea as you started the sentence too. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. Okay, rebuttal from our lawyer. <laughs> Can I hear the context of where that came from? Like, did you just think of that on the fly, or was that, like, something you deeply held belief that you've had? You know, I, on the record, it's a part of who I am. Off the record, I just pulled it out of my butt. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying that right now you currently have a girlfriend and a half? Or? Who's the half? And who's the girlfriend, so I can warn her? Oh, she's my best friend. We'll be fine. Julio Nandez needs to watch out. But aside from that, we're good. Can you repeat part of the advice again? I had a thought and I forgot what it was. Basically, why stop with one? <laughs> well, that wraps up. Polygamy is illegal. <laughs> in some states. In America. We appreciate you. Specifically you. The, the listener. Both, the listener. Both of you. All two of you. If, if you come to us, we'll give you hugs. If, if you say <laughs> hi, I probably won't recognize you. So introduce yourself. We love you guys. Don't, you know what? If it's me, don't introduce yourself. Give me a pat on the back and tell me how bad this is. Thank you for <laughs> Okay, let's just wrap up so I can pack up. Uploads are, are Thursdays. We never actually say that. We should say that more often. Josh, say it often. Often, we post content every Thursday. Please subscribe, like, comment, observe, think about, discuss, A pitch about, pitch about, pitch about, <laughs> any of these different topics. Thank you so much for listening. I've thoroughly enjoyed getting to know my audience better because you guys have been very vocal in interacting with us. Thank you. Are you looking at the one guy who commented at us? We gotta, we gotta acknowledge our fan base. Oh, one fan. Hey, hey, a fan. You know what you didn't acknowledge this entire episode, which I'm surprised. What? You know exactly what. What? Leo Nandez. You, hey. I would like to personally thank J Bay L underscore seventeen for uh, our first person to comment on our show. If you want to comment on our show. Comment at whatever. What's our account name? You have it up. We I don't know what it is. Are is it just pitch about it. Pitch about it. One word. On, on the on the grams, on the Instagrams. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to stay connected to the show, please follow us at Pitch About It on Instagram. If you'd like a copy of Danny Corrales' movie, Heaven's War, you can get it off Amazon or you can check out the link in the description for the best version of it. Thank you to J-Man for our theme songs. They are excellent. We made great use of it last season. And thanks to my co-hosts for making the show possible. See you guys next season.